Well, here we are. Another uh, week of Off the Shelf with Phil and Dave. I'm Phil. And uh, this week, we're taking Off Dave's Shelf, Clear and Present Danger. And uh, Dave, talk to me. Why this movie and why now? Well, for those who don't know, I'm Dave. Um, why, why now? That's a good question, Phil. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Uh, we'll give you a little history. Clear and, pre- clear and present danger. Let me be very clear here. Um, it's one of the few movies that I had on VHS. Okay. Yeah. I had it alongside Patriot Games, with which came out with the same character, same actor, two years prior. So I had them both. Uh, I upgrade. I made the upgrade to DVD once we got into uh, that uh, part of our lives. Sure. And then most recently, I think you were there. I'm not sure. I feel like you would have been. I bought the box set in K. Had you not had you, had it not been migrated to Blu-ray? Is this a, a, a DVD to 4K jump in your world? Do, 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 I, I'd have to check. I'd have to check the shelf. Okay. All right. Not that important. Um, I'm just curious. <laughs> that's a, I'm, I'm starting. They're starting to all blend in. I'm starting to lose track of what uh, across the three, uh, uh, you know, types. I mean, of, it was about uh, to make like the big, uh, you know, the big five, right? I mean, ultimately from VHS, DVD, potentially Blu-ray, and then onward. Pretty impressive. I don't. <laughs> I don't think we've had that yet, uh, <laughs> and anything that we've 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 talked about yet. I'm sure it yeah, could yeah. and may happen. Oh, I'm sure it's it's down the wire. I'm sure it could it could happen. I'm gonna have to take a look, and I'll I'll keep everybody uh, everybody updated on that if I come across <laughs> it to uh, the next episode. Uh, it, it gets out of alphabetical order pretty easy. Myself, uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm really curious. Okay, anyways, won't spend too much time on that. So we'll do a quick update. And see if it hits all five. Um, sure. And yeah, the and recently we got it at the at the uh, old reliable there, uh, Wellington. Yeah, uh, the box set. So we have Hunt for, Hunt for Red October nineteen ninety, Patriot Games ninety two, Clear and Present Jane Danger ninety four. Then a bit a bit of a hiatus uh, were uh, some of all fears two uh, thousands with uh, Ben Affleck portraying a, a kind of like a younger sure. Uh, Jack with, Ryan with, with yeah. off the shelves with with off the shelves favorite Ben Affleck. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> he picked some of all fears. Like, let's take a break on Ben. <laughs> we don't need three yeah. Affleck movies in the first ten episodes. I respect that. I respect yeah. that. <laughs> he's going to be one of our sponsors uh, soon enough. That's right. Uh, and, and I love that film too. Uh, it's one of definitely. It's a great uh, political thriller. And then they came out with another one, as we talked about, Kevin Costner, Chris Pine, uh, Shadow Recruit, if I'm not mistaken, along those lines. But it wasn't, it was based on the character, but not actually a Tom Clancy uh, novel, where this is a Tom Clancy, uh, based on a, a Tom Clancy novel. Excellent. It's a political thriller. It's uh got a little, 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 little bit of action, a little bit of drama, I guess every movie has drama, I think that's because <laughs> that's what acting is. Uh, but um, it's got a little, a little bit of everything, and of course, our beloved Harrison Ford. Certainly, absolutely, yeah. Uh, a guy that could have been typecast. Three, three Ben Affleck movies and no 
Grant Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ratio. So a guy that could have been easily typecast, maybe, but he's such a, a powerful uh, on screen. Uh, of course, Han Solo, Indiana Jones. And then he just did a bunch of kind of movies. And a lot of them I find amazing. I don't think he's had a, a whole lot of history of bad movies. There are a, like a few. Don't get me wrong. Well, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> by any means. I don't know if you've seen uh, uh, Sabrina. Actually, that's a probably a good movie. Uh, I haven't seen it. You know, Sabrina is based on an old uh, uh, Billy Wilder movie, and that is great uh, with uh, Humphrey Bogart and uh, you know, Audrey Hepburn. That's great. And it was remade in the, in the 90s there with Greg Kinnear and, uh, and, and Harrison Ford. So the, clearly uh, these guys have a relationship. Uh, in looking though, I see you know he did direct Sliver and the Saint. that's a great movie. Sharon Stone and one of the Baldwin brothers. Yeah, uh, you didn't uh, like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I don't know where you see Sabrina though, but anyway, he directed Dead Calm. Philip Philip Noyce. No, Harrison Ford was in Sabrina. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I'm not. Paying attention. I, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, actually, I was going to say, you're always about the director. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you, <laughs> here I am not really paying attention to you. Uh, <laughs> on about Sliver. I'm like, all right. <laughs> sure. is, um, is the director of, of, of Clear and Present Danger a little bit of history? And apparently he's done Sliver. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Not Sabrina. And uh, a few other movies you mentioned that I have never heard of. Yeah. Uh, so he's not a... You know, uh, a plus or well known, I guess, director. Well, when you look at at, at you know, he directed uh, Angelina Jolie in in uh, Salt. He directed The Saint uh, with Val Kilmer uh, cool. right after this movie. Actually, did The Bone Collector with Denzel, uh, okay. Rabbit Proof Fence with Kenneth uh, uh, Branagh. So you know, he's a guy. And uh, Dead Calm uh, with uh, Nicole Kidman, Br uh, Blind Fury with Rutger Hauer, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So, okay. so, so those are a few I've definitely heard of. I, uh, the, the Saint and yeah. Um, well, so yeah, he's he, okay. Those are known movies. I don't know how sure. they were received. Uh, they were well, known well enough. Just a bit eclectic is all uh, I'm bringing to attention on that score. Only in that uh, you know, The Bone Collector and Rabbit Proof Fence are pretty different movies. Uh, Clear and Present Danger is very different than Sliver, which is sort of an erotic thriller in that mid '90s uh, basic instinct oh, yeah. uh, wave. He's <laughs> yeah. you know, like Jade and uh, uh, the Last Seduction uh, and so forth. And then uh, yeah. you know, Dead Calm. You know, that's a great with with Memphis Bell's own uh, Billy Zane uh, as a bit mm. of a crazy person. Um, Sam Neill, Nicole Kidman. It's one of the rare Ooh. real boat. Uh, suspense thrillers, pretty solid movie though. I, I remember really liking that uh, uh, that movie as well. So, you yeah, know, director has had a pretty eclectic career. Deep Calm is that the one you're referring to? Dead Calm. Dead Calm, not deep. It's dead. Yeah, yeah, it's dead. It's, it's so deep. It's like six feet under that calm. I prefer a deep calm. That's six feet deep, so it's dead calm. Yeah, I do like Sam Neill. So. Yeah, maybe check it out. It's not on my shelf though. I don't. Uh, I've never. Uh, I've never seen a Blu-ray oh. version of that, or a DVD version, uh, or at least I've not owned one anyway. Interesting. And Harrison okay. Ford, I agree with you in that. I, I do think that uh, you know could have very easily been uh, the the Han Solo 
scoundrel yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, or uh or indy you know certainly indiana jones a couple of uh, a strange career to have two and then i guess lately or later uh, even this third uh, by doing jack ryan twice uh, portraying him yeah. twice uh so three like pretty distinct um franchises now i do think that he runs a little bit into the risk of uh, always being Harrison Ford, you know, there's a couple of actors that uh, fall into that category, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think he delivers pretty much every time he's on screen. Yeah, I, I would agree. Harrison, it, 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 I do feel there's a part of Harrison in every, almost every role. Uh, one of the reasons I, I don't, I don't recall him again off the top of my head, having him as a villain. I know I mentioned, uh, I think we were talking how I like Bruce Willis and the Jackal because he was, I like sure. it simply the fact because he is the bad guy for a change. Yeah, uh, and I just I'm trying to think of I can't. Uh, Hollywood Homicide mm-hmm. was one of his later ones. Again, the cop. Uh, the, uh, only, the only one I can think of off the top of my head where uh, villainous uh, is um, uh, what lies beneath. What lies? <laughs> what lies beneath? Uh, with yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, directed by uh, Robert Zemeckis in the early 2000s or late 90s, okay. I think early 2000s. Um, I don't remember much about that movie, but I do remember that he was, uh, and, and spoiler alert for a movie we're not talking about, um, uh, I believe he's the bad guy in that movie. You know, sort of villainous okay. uh, husband or something to that effect. But okay. Early 2000s right. uh, horror movie with uh, Robert Zemeckis, uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis. So check it out. Robbie Z. Uh, yeah, so I think Robbie that's Z. Pretty, yeah, one time he's played uh, sort of the bad guy, so he, he kind of has... Similar kind of, he brings similar traits, but with the yeah. guy with such uh, such a presence, mm-hmm. uh, the film. And I think he made a comment on how he moves his hands. I, mean, I don't know if it was. Uh... Yeah, it's a it's a peculiar trait with his hands up <laughs> motion. Uh, I feel his fingers are strangely yeah. <laughs> overactive. Uh, yeah, I can't really explain it. It's just an odd tick I seem to have picked up on a couple of his movies and. Well, there you go. Some so that will can watch it and haven't seen it and see if they can pick up pick up on his uh, his odd finger movements. I did not, and I think so. I'm gonna now. I can't get it out of my mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined Harrison Ford's hands for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but I have to say, I've seen this film numerous, numerous times. So it was an easy. I felt just I was just I was just in the mood to watch a movie uh, that I really liked that we haven't done Harrison on. That isn't completely mainstream, though it did win some. Uh, it was nominated for a few a uh, few Oscars. Uh, great soundtrack, and I was really surprised that you hadn't seen it or even nodded through it. Uh, <laughs> so at some point, uh, because it's uh, it was pretty mainstream. Because you know, I do gravitate a little bit to the main uh, mainstream side. I'll, I'll fully admit to that. Certainly. And I miss well, a few of your gems, as it were. What I, uh, I'll, I'll say this about that. I truthfully don't really, you know, the mid-90s, this came out in 94, I would have been 15. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, you know, as we've talked about, I was never into action movies. And I was never really, um, other than enjoying certainly, um, uh, you know, Star Wars and Indiana Jones, particularly at that time in my life. I don't. I just seem to have missed altogether the Jack Ryan thing. I, yeah. as I mentioned before, you know, John McTiernan directed uh, the Hunt for Red October, and oh, I remember right. watching trailers for it. But you know, John McTiernan directed Die Hard and and, yeah. and Predator. 
um, you know, and so to my, to me, I would think, well, this is a you know movie I'd be interested in checking out, and I didn't. And then you know, Harrison Ford just didn't have enough cachet, as it were, with me to to kind of prompt me to go see um, uh, Patriot Games, and then and even same with this, and and even as I got older and, and later, and as we talked about, I you know have a thing certainly for for Affleck. I never watched that one either. So, so I'm not sure exactly what it was that kept me away from, uh, yeah. you know, this series. Um, and I've never watched uh, the Amazon show. Like I just, for whatever reason, I've never really put yeah. any stock into the Jack Ryan, um, Tom Clancy's character. Uh, yeah. character. Yeah. Cool. So I, that's why I was I was pleased that you 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 presented me with a movie that I had never seen, and that. Uh, you know, it would prompt some sort of discussion. I, I think, you know, one of my first questions would just be uh, of the two is just, if you were to sort of hypothetically speaking, introduce me or introduce somebody to the Tom Clancy world or the mm-hmm. Jack Ryan world, why the, you know, if you don't want to get into the, the hunt for red, I get that it's Alec Baldwin and so on, but of the two, let's say that the Harrison Ford sort of model is um, why the second one? Why, uh, why this more than another one? I was hoping uh, you'd ask that. Excellent. At the same time, it is a tough question, and I've mulled it over for years. You uh, know me, I, I'm about the hard-hitting questions. I'm really trying to dig <laughs> deep and really peel back the layers. <laughs> yes, indeed. Because I, I, I do like Patriot Games. There's no doubt about it. I think this. I give this one the slight edge because it adds a little bit. I, I don't know if it's the because it, this is a pretty long movie. This is two 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 twenty one, so it's almost two and a half hours long. It's not a short movie, no nope. by any means. Uh, there is a whole. I feel like there's a whole other part to it that kind of like, okay. I we still have all this to go. It, it suffers a bit from that from that a little, but um, not enough to take me out of it. But I'm not huge into political thrillers to be honest with you and this is to a certain extent a political uh, thriller but what i like about this one is this, it doesn't get too deep into that part it just kind of gets just a little below the um the surface without going too mm-hmm. deep into the surface from that aspect of it so i like how they didn't do that and i just i love the pace of this movie i love the different uh the settings of it i just i love the action sequence that we'll talk about a little bit later. That was, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. I was kind of curious to see your thoughts, but the, especially with the 4K upgrade, how it stood up um, over 20, uh, close to 20 years, or more than 25, 25 yeah, years. Let's not talk I, about it in those terms. Let's just say yeah. the dates. <laughs> I, yeah. I think the, the Patriot Games is, it's more, it's, more just Jack. I think there's some, some good supporting actors I like in this one that we kind of talked about when we watched it that I kind of bring a little bit extra to the table, uh, to the film. Uh, Willem Dafoe specifically, uh, and obviously a few others. Uh, so it, it's tough because I, I, I do like Patriot Games, and sometimes I'm, I'm in, it's kind of like, I'm, which one am I in the mood for? Uh, okay. so, are they so different? Okay, interesting. Yeah, because they, they are similar in some ways. Of course, Jack plays the... Uh, the character wonderfully uh, like and, and equally in both. So um, I thought that was fantastic. Interesting. Uh, All right. So just, I just gave this one the edge. I think I just kind of like what it gives me um, more than a little bit more than Patriot games, but they're both uh, great films. The other uh, Patriot games has Sean Bean in it. 
Uh, it's oh, got yeah, some good scenes, some Irish in it, which I love. I like, and they're they're in England, so there's definitely some different settings. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's just maybe I like uh, South America. I don't know because this does take us to South sure. America. Well, your 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 cocaine habit really really belies <laughs> that, so that makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not back to back cocaine films, uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, different yeah, this one uh, very different takes on the uh, on on the drug uh, world. Uh, certainly between the last two, certainly. Yeah. So again, I haven't really dwelled in the series, Jack Ryan's series. So as a character, I think I put it. I I kind of put him with, with Harrison Ford with that character, and these two stand out the most. But as I was kind of mentioning as well, I do love the Sum of All Fears ones as well. I think I kind of it says okay, it looks like Ben can do. I think Ben did a fantastic job of portraying. A Harrison portraying a Jack. Oh, okay, like an impression of an impression. Yeah, I think he, I think he did, but but still bringing something uh, to of his own to 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 the screen as well, uh, and kind of the same thing as Liv Schreiber playing his version of Clark. So Clark is just a character who's kind of is he good is he bad? He's helping and he's uh, both sides and he's kind of an interesting character. And this one, and of course, Clark- Will Defoe. Yeah, Clark Clark's in in other movies, so that's interesting. Uh, I'll say this about Willem Dafoe. I want to just touch on him just for a minute. Uh, and all day, everybody. There, there are few movies uh, where you know you just mentioned earlier. You know, Harrison Ford's are rarely, if ever, playing a bad guy. Uh, I there are to me. I, I see only villainous. <laughs> uh, when I think of Willem Dafoe, uh, there's something about his smile, his eyes, everything oh. about that that actor tells me bad guy. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I don't really know uh, uh, really why, because I, I don't know that his his entire sort of career is is um, you know it pushes me in that direction. But there's just something about him that strikes me as like this guy's a bad guy. Um, so I thought it was kind of interesting in this movie with all of that sort of pre you know, pre predisposition to, to that. Uh, when mm-hmm. I saw him on screen, I thought to myself, well, yeah, he's the bad guy. Um, or I shouldn't say that he's the bad guy, but I, I felt like, well, he's a bad guy. Easy. Yeah. It's just the way he, he, he is. It doesn't matter what the movie is. Uh, it can be, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I watched the last temptation of Christ and thought this guy's the bad guy. Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's, uh, it's really not the, the take the movie the, the movie wants to present. So, no, I think you should really issue an apology. Uh, <laughs> but I think <laughs> of, I of, of the character that gives us a little bit of intrigue in this role because he's not all good either. So he still has a kind of a tint of um, I wouldn't say evil by any means, but um, I think one of those guys just goes for like you know the the highest bidder. That's the kind of vibe I get for him. You know, yeah. But there, there is a scene where he's sitting down with Jack when they first meet, and they they, they have a mutual friend uh, played by James Earl Jones. And there's a serious moment there where, you know, he obviously had a, a friendship with uh, with uh, Jim Greer, I believe is uh, James's character's name. Uh, sure. And I like that because James Earl Jones' character is such a stand-up good guy, right? Like he's he's by the book. He he's it's. Uh, He's on the on the one side there of trying trying to get to the truth, trying to do the right thing. Watch your back. He, of course, was he was he in Patriot Games? Because he's actually a, an issue I have with this movie personally. Uh, yes, he was in Patriot Games. Okay, yeah. all right. I he found played, it uh, difficult to uh, 
connect with that character uh, given the the nature of the circumstance around this movie. And he sort of introduces oh. him, right? And he sort of almost immediately coughs and he coughs once in a in a in a in a meeting. Yeah. And then the next scene, he's got cancer, and he's probably the took it the best. He's like, I think they're they're telling me it's like you know super just chill about it. And then yeah. like the next scene, he's in bed, not doing well, and then he's dead. And I thought, I don't have any connection to this guy. Other than the fact that he's James Earl Jones, he's got enough, you know, sort of stuff yeah. in his back catalog, you know, but nothing in this movie. So I suspect if he's in the other, you might feel a little bit more. Yeah, he, he played a more prominent role in the first one, absolutely. He was kind of all there all the way through a, a little bit. Um, uh, the beginning kind of went away for a bit, came back a bit, and then was in the end. So he, he, was, he was definitely more of a character in Patriot Games, absolutely. So I, I didn't even notice that. He was just kind of uh, – um, that's a good point, though. Having not seen Patriot Games, I could see what you're saying. He didn't uh, – there wasn't much to that uh, other than, again, his, his strong presence, of course. Uh, yeah, just the James Earl Jones of it, not so much the Jim Greer of it, you know, or the yeah. relationship with Harrison or Jack. You know, these are things that kind of eluded me. Yeah. So the yeah, because uh, – before uh, Jack Ryan, he's he's more he was a, as you, and you'll see this in some of all fears as well. He's a historian at heart. He's a teacher. He's a historian. Uh, Almost, he's got a little bit of an Indiana Jones in him. A little Indian in him. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up on these. It really is. I actually, I'm just. This is kind of just coming to me. Just talking about it. He's he's a pretty regular guy who just gets involved and ends up in these situations, much like Indy. Um, so very comparable character now that I think about it. So maybe that's why it's such a comfort for him to play it. Uh, has a little bit of that um, character. Uh, he's yeah, he's just a historian that kind of gets stuck in with the CIA because you know, Jim's vouching for him. He's a really smart guy, Jack Ryan. Yeah, uh, he's in it for the truth, and I think he's uh, a real hero. He's a boy guy. scout, right? They tell they say yeah. it six times in this movie, right? He's a boy scout. So that's an interesting yeah. character. Um, it's interesting to bring that to the fore. Um, interest, you know, because frankly, Boy Scouts, at least in when it comes to artistic ventures, uh, film or otherwise, aren't that interesting typically to watch, mm-hmm. right? So, so um, having an actor like him playing, uh, you know, quote unquote Boy Scout, uh, does run the risk of sort of being a pretty, frankly, boring uh, performance or a boring character or a boring, you know, so I think it's interesting though, to your point, I think it's interesting to kind of juxtapose the, the boring guy, you know, in the sort of exciting, you know, interesting, uh, compelling, uh, circumstances, right. You take the boy scout and put him in, uh, a war, you know, and there's certainly, uh, some dynamic that's interesting rather than the, um, you know, the, raw raw crazy i'm ready for war guy in it is like well this guy's trained his whole life for the war so it's less of an interesting <laughs> dynamic to watch you know yeah now i think he was uh was in the navy and uh the kind of the backstory of jack ryan he was played did a little time in the navy and had a um like a back injury in a helicopter explosion if i'm not mistaken sure and kind of sidelined him and then that's how he kind of get into the his history so it's kind of those he had some action kind of forced out of it so it's it's there yeah. Uh, so I think that's where his instinct comes from. Cool. It's from his history in the Navy. So that's why I think it's uh, it's pretty organic and it's you can, you can kind of really buy into it. Great. Uh, because he has that history. He's like, oh, yeah, now he's just like a, he's, he's running off his instincts that he had back in, when he was in the Navy. So I think that's why it's such an easy character to kind of believe 
uh, get into. And you can see how, uh, how nervous he is, kind of, or comfortable being with the president. A few of the scenes, uh, how he's just, you know, he's trying to impress to a certain extent, but he's also got the nerves. And I yes. think he portrayed that uh, very well uh, in, in the Oval Office. And obviously that, that kind of changes throughout as he gets uh, deeper into the truth and uh, what's uh, what's going on here. There sure. are troops, okay? There are troops. Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty compelling. So let's move on to the next character, or at least uh, uh, is this uh, Henry uh, Zerny? Yeah. Hank Zerny? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Hank. Uh, he's uh, Ritter. Henry, yes, Henry. Henry, yeah. Uh, yes. He's Ritter. a guy, mm-hmm. as soon as he walks on the screen, similar to Defoe, but to a lesser extent, because I don't always feel this with this guy, but he walked into this movie and I was like, this is the bad guy. <laughs> this <laughs> is the bad guy. <laughs> Everything about him, whether he's sort of being so glib on the couch with the president or his entire delivery of every line, I was just like, this guy's such an asshole. Uh, yeah. But played it like, you know, like an asshole, so you know, you got to respect it. Uh, yeah. um, not, not your he, bad guy, guy, action bad guy, just your kind of asshole bad guy who just... That's right. Just a little smarmy kind of piece of, you know, piece of crap guy, you know, just uh, it's just something about him, his look, his, his, his demeanor, everything about him. I was just like, oh, oh, this slimy, smarmy piece of junk. Uh, <laughs> and that delivered in the end, obviously, uh, you know, proved right. But uh, that actor, yeah. what are your thoughts on him? I... I Kind of, he was in uh, the Ice Storm, which is a movie that uh, we may end up talking about at some point. It's one of my favorites. Um, but um, um, yeah, uh, like the only other thing I've I've seen is Sierney uh, in is was Mission, the first Mission Impossible, where I thought he was bad, but he, he wasn't a bad guy. But he oh, still yeah. kind of had the same kind of characteristics of the, as this character to a certain extent. This one definitely uh, more, and it was obviously had a little bit more screen time. They had a Mission Impossible, so I'm not I don't have a whole lot of exposure to him. Sure. But he kind of does stand out like a sore thumb in the movie, just to to a certain level. Yeah, and I like it. I like what he brings to the film. I like the dynamic he has with 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 Cutter, uh, sure. his, yeah. his box. Um, yeah, and so I like that kind of relationship. And I do like how when things do get heated up towards the end, when uh, kind of they're all kind of, all the characters kind of intertwined with with Defoe, uh, Harrison, and, and them all kind of like you know. Oh yeah, real ring around the rosy there. There are a couple of really good scenes. We'll get to those uh, a little later. I think uh, there's some good stuff in here for sure. Yeah. So again, I I I, I like everything about what he brings to this screen, and which is another reason why I like this film is because there's more than uh, as strong as Harrison is on screen. There's other guys that bring great elements to this movie, along with Willem and then and and Cierney. I think it's uh, and he's kind of playing. There's different kind of. You have the Defoe scenes. You have obviously the Jack uh, Jack Ryan scenes, and then you have like the the White House scenes. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of just it puts a powerful, strong character actor in each kind of uh, setting. Sure, that's fair. Yep. Which which I kind of like. Uh, so it kind of keeps me kind of engaged. Yeah. So if I'm not if, if I'm not on Jack Ryan, I'm on. Okay, I got Ritter here. I got Ritter and Cutter. What are they up to? And yeah, just cut yeah. to Defoe and do a little Defoe now. And there, don't get me wrong, there was a couple scenes where uh, there's a bit of a lull and things like that. So it wasn't all uh, all uh, rainbows and unicorns, but I think it definitely added. Uh, it kept a whole section of the movie warm for me. 
Well, I think that's fair. And I think, you know, you're going to need in, in a movie like this that is two hours and 25 minutes and isn't going to be every single scene with, you know, sort of like your guy, Harrison uh, Ford in this instance, you know, uh, it's important to have some strong actors. And, and a guy, I, again, I only know him from really kind of one, maybe two other movies. But I thought uh, if that's what you're asking him to be, he delivered. You know, if you wanted to be the smarmy kind of uh, asshole, I thought perfect casting. <laughs> this guy just delivered it. And yeah. uh, you just kind of, you just rubs you the wrong way the whole movie. And I, I think that's, you know, it's not easy to do uh, entirely, uh, especially when you're kind of competing for screen time. So I agree. It kept, kept my attention the whole time and, and is involved again in a couple of scenes that I really like, which we can kind of talk about a little later on. And I, I found he also didn't go overboard too. You know, sometimes that character can kind of go like, oh, he's too prickish. Oh, yeah. He's too this. And like, um, too uh, that's just really be a thing. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So I thought, I thought that was good. Um, I do want to talk about, I want your thoughts on the, the parallel um, opposite the uh, Colum- uh, Colombian, sorry, um, or Spanish, Jack Ryan. Yeah, you know, what's interesting to me about that statement, and, and I, 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 you know, kind of piqued my interest in the moment that it was said, the sort of Latin Jack Ryan, Latin Jack Ryan, I kind of mentioned it a couple of times. You know, there's not really any indication of that, right? Like, I don't find that they have any real physical connection. I, like, I don't think that one looks like the other at all. And that's kind of what she alluded to at the beginning when they met or was about to meet in the in the sort of the, the restaurant, you know, and sort of like, you know. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that doesn't make any sense to me because I don't find anything about Harrison Ford in that character or in that actor, right? So for me, I thought, well, this kind of doesn't make any sense. And I thought that's what they were sort of alluding to was this sort of... Um, a physical thing because he was hiding and, you know, there was this belief. So that was kind of my initial thought. And so I was like, well, this is kind of a stupid thing. I don't, I don't really see where this is going. I don't really understand. And then it was only really in one scene. Cause I didn't really buy it at any other point. There's why well, I shouldn't say there's one reference really close to the end, but the one scene I did really think was pretty effective and it was good editing and it was good score. And it was kind of just a, a, a solid section of about four minutes um, uh, where they showed each process to find the bomb, right? Like there's sort of this, mm-hmm. the duality of that and the way that they, you know, the juxtaposition of those two characters and, and, and sort of doing what they do. Uh, I thought that was actually really effective filmmaking, but up until, and that, that comes like over an hour into the movie, you know? So I found like, yeah. you know, this sort of alluded to this, you know, the Latin Jack, Jack Ryan, I didn't really buy it until just that one four minute scene. And then the one sort of great little, throwaway line with uh escobito or uh where he talks about he says uh uh where latin jack ryan says you know like he's he, he lies he lies all the time he works for the intel he's in the intelligence business <laughs> and then escobito's like you're in the intelligence <laughs> business uh yeah. and i thought that was kind of funny a, a funny little call you know uh, connection to it i agree i actually i originally thought that it was just a plot device just for foreshadowing purposes that mm-hmm. he was referred to as a Latin Jack Ryan. And it was actually it took me a couple of times, and I really actually noticed it this time, oddly enough, the sixth or tenth time I've watched it, that how how there he is in his job more, more than looks. And I, I didn't actually really pick up in that. When that scene, you kind of pointed it out. I'm like, yeah, that really is. as <laughs> uh, 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 Someone who's in intelligence, doing the same thing. He's got a boss to report to, trying to find the truth. Yeah, uh, obviously, yeah, one would say almost an evil Jack Ryan because his intentions were obviously uh, different. 
Uh, yeah, certainly. The end result is is the is the opposite for sure. Not a Boy Scout, to be sure. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of at first, the first kind of viewing, okay, they just put that always oh, a lot in Jack Ryan because that does play a role when they're trying to figure out who this guy is. And they go, yeah. oh, okay, that's kind of a hint. So I thought it was purely for that. And it wasn't until later where I kind of picked up on some other stuff. And that forced minute sequence is obviously the biggest one, um, if not the one. So, yeah. So yeah, he's, I have stuck out, but I thought very effective filmmaking. I was like, well, this, you know, uh, I find I respect. I think that's really well good filmmaking. Absolutely. And I think M is a role. I don't I'm not really familiar with. I've seen him pop up here and there, but not in a whole lot of roles. Uh, maybe mostly because he's not in American films. But um, he, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't mind the character in general. What were your thoughts on him overall uh, as, as, a, as playing his, his role? As the as the Latin, uh, you know, I thought he yeah. was good. I, I thought you know, I thought he was fine. Um, I didn't find anything particularly um, that stood out. You know, necessarily. Uh, I thought good looking man to be sure. Yeah, very oh, clear. gorgeous, breathtaking. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> pretty sweet movie. I found he just kind of played the kind of like a, a bit of a straight line character. He did not a lot of ups and downs. This, this is who he is, and he just kind of. You know, yeah, I think he, you know, and that's a guy that I think, you know, on his looks, you know, again, as I mentioned, he's just a good looking man and kind of a charm about him. Uh, and that kind of carries him throughout the whole movie. There really wasn't a lot of modulation. You know, there really wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, you, you didn't really get that fiery explosive scene. Uh, and, you know, they offer him a girlfriend, but I don't really see, you know, that side either, right? There's no playfulness. There's no, you know, and so, uh, and that's actually one of the issues. One of the issues I do have with this movie, we can kind of talk about that in a minute. But I do think like his relationship is—it doesn't really give much, right? So, so you're either kind of into it. He's just a good-looking, suave guy, uh, but didn't really give me any connective tissue, you know. Other than that, again, that one Jack Ryan sort of the duality of that scene, I thought was again well put together. But up until that point, I, I didn't really find him anything other than just charming, right? Like nothing really. Yeah. You know, not really a character that was worth um, really investigating or really digging into or anything like that. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. Um, just to round out. I don't know if any other characters did. I always want to put just a not spend a whole lot of time on the Harrison Eulin and Donald Moffat, you know, President uh, Bennett and James Cutter. Uh, they didn't have well, huge roles, but they they were important roles. And yeah, I think they did sure. a fine job, but I don't know if you had any thoughts on uh, on any you know, of those. Uh... I don't really have, uh, you know, I've seen them. They're, they're character actors you've seen a hundred times. Uh, you know, uh, I would look at, uh, you know, the president. The only thing that really stuck out was, you know, when I, you know, my biggest connection to him, and it was a pleasure to see him on screen, was uh, The Thing. You know, 1982's, you know, amazing uh, John Carpenter uh, movie, The Thing. Uh, one of my favorites and he he's a character in that movie and i was just like oh it's that guy you know so uh that's really it neither one really made a there's only one he delivers one line cutter does um that i loved both his delivery of and the line itself um and he's speaking to ritter and he says that uh or no sorry this is the president the way he delivers this line i apologize that when he reads the when Cutter is asking, you know, what do you want done kind of thing, you know, uh, president mm-hmm. reads the, or says, uh, you know, the, co- the, ca- the, the course of action I'd suggest is a case of, is, 
is, a, is, is an action that I can't suggest. And I thought, what a great line. I really love that line, but I loved his delivery of it. So yeah, that's really the, that's the peak for me of the president um, as a character, I mean. Um, and, and that line, I just thought was a really good one, but the thing for me is, is, is his best movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to just spend just to a quick second. We, you know, we talk about, you know, we went over, uh, you know, some of the characters in Harrison Ford, certainly his career sort of speaks for itself. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, just to spend just a minute on, uh, on Miguel Sandoval, you know, of, uh, you know, who played Escobedo, uh, this guy's uh, history in movies is incredible. You know, he's in, uh, worked with Spike Lee, you know, on, on a couple of movies, Do the Right Thing in particular, uh, worked with uh, Spielberg in Jurassic Park, uh, Barry Sonnenfeld and Get Shorty, uh, you know he's in Up Close and Personal. Uh, you know he's just a, he's an Air Bud, you know World Pup. Um, Blow with with uh, one of my favorite directors, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Jonathan. Um, sorry, Ted Demi, not Jonathan mm-hmm. Demi. Uh, Ted Demi, uh, just a guy that's just been in a, in, a, in a bunch of movies and. Uh, is just great. And I thought he was great in Escobedo. He's a little bit over the top at times, but uh, I really was taken by him. Well, I think he played the role uh, wonderfully for what it, what his role was. Yeah, absolutely. Don't forget he was in an episode of Seinfeld. Um, of course, yes. <laughs> little Yeti? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he, again, I think it's another thing he fits in and kind of keeps part of, the, uh, part of the, the, the setting, part of the movie warm for me. When we go to those scenes where we're taking a break, a break from Harrison Ford's character and or Willem Dafoe's, then we're going to Colombia, and we're getting a little, we're getting some of him, and we're getting some of uh, uh, Latin Jack Ryan. So I think it just adds another layer, another part of the movie that uh, is enjoyable. Uh, I love the scene where he's just near the beginning where he's just hitting the baseball, um, yeah. swinging the baseball bat. Uh, and then how it just kind of slows slows down, like oh my god, I just did something I really shouldn't have done. And but and then but then quickly says, uh, you know, uh, I'm not surprised, you know, yep. that he is friends with the president. I think that was a moment of showing a little bit of uh, fear in him. Like he was a little bit scared for a moment, and then realized, well, wait a minute, I'm a pretty powerful guy myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got this, and I think yeah. that was a. I think he did that just great. A great again, a great filmmaking as well. And I just think that's uh, one of his uh, great scenes, and I think he doesn't—he's not in a lot of scenes, but when he is, he's definitely present for yep. it. Especially with the end with the one with uh, with Jack Ryan, right? Oh, when certainly. He, yeah. Comes to visit him. one better. Not only is he present in those scenes, he's clear. He's clear in those he's scenes. Clear. <laughs> definitely clear. <laughs> <laughs> and, there's, and there's danger also when he's around too. <laughs> in the cartel. That's right. Uh, so yeah, so he was yeah he was a nice uh, bonus uh, character I found. That's a line that uh, that made me laugh in the movie too. The idea of uh, you know I, it's a bit of a bit of a pet peeve for me where you're sort of invoking the name of the movie in the movie you know in the dialogue. Those are things that kind of give me a little bit of a a pet peeve you know. And so with the president saying like you know this is a clear and present danger to to you know drugs are a clear and present danger to the well being of America or something to that effect. He's not uh, wrong. It's a bit of a cringe line for me, even though it's delivered well. And, you know, uh, there's a piece of it that thinks, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. That's, that's the characters, man. That's the actors. Yeah. That's the, what that's happens probably... in this movie? 
Yeah, so let's uh, let's go through a few scenes. Uh, obviously, the uh, one of the presidents. Well, it's not really. It just happens to be a, a friend of the president, but a, a businessman is and his family's murdered, uh, and they uh, basically their bodies are being transported on a, on a ship, and they get pulled over by the coast guard. So the bodies are found. Uh, they, we find it's related to connected to the cartel. There's some money laundering involved, and of course, the president was friends with the, with the guy who was murdered. Lifelong family. Friend. Long, long, yeah, that, that, that's a great, and I love that part as well. And yeah. his wife and child don't even believe that he, he told the president to say that. So I think that was a, a cute little scene, and I thought it was a good, good idea. I mean, the bomb has already gone off. Why would you try to defuse a bomb that's already gone off, which is one of the best lines of the movie. Yeah, it's a pretty me. good line. Yeah. Yep. It's just such a simple and makes so much sense. Why would you try to defuse a bomb? It's already gone off. That's right. Uh, that's glorious. It's great. Uh, so, uh, and now they just started, you know, Jack Ryan's kind of brought in um, for Jim Greer because he's kind of uh, bedridden to kind of find out what happened. Uh, what happened? Like, well, we have all this money, too, that's being, being laundered. Whose is it? Yeah. And the president uh, wants to make a good impression on the American people. It's drugs are involved. It's fight drugs. He's obviously has a personal investment now in it because it's all almost like revenge uh, for the murder of his, uh, his friend and family. Yeah. Uh, and then he's... Uh, starts and sends in some troops uh, that nobody knows about that Harrison uh, went before Congress to get the money to do. Uh, and I love that. That's a great scene as well. I hope, I don't know if you re- rewatched it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being in front of in Congress and saying, well, we need money to, to fund this anti-drug blah, blah, blah. And this, it's like comparing it to Vietnam. It's like what, and Harrison, Jack Ryan is so innocent. So boy yeah. scout. Like what are you talking about? So we just want some money for some anti-drug posters uh, yeah. or whatever. I and, actually found that scene to be a bit of a um, uh, a bit unbelievable to me. I thought, you know, even Boy Scout or not, I do think that there's reason to a justifiable reason on the Senate side or the committee committee side to to ask the question. You know, I I, I can appreciate he's a little flummoxed by it, but I also think, you know what, you're going to have to better better prepare for an answer like that. Or for a question like that, but otherwise True. I thought the scene was good. Yeah, you're certainly not wrong. I think it kind of plays in the fact that he's not. He doesn't feel like he's like he's an, again. He's an historian, kind That's of right. put in a over, yeah. really comfortable doing. He doesn't know why he's doing it. Certainly, uh, but I think it's Jim's uh, uh, faith in him and uh, his 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 ethic and all that that kind of puts him in these situations, almost sure. kind of doing, doing the fight for him, uh, as it mm-hmm. were. Uh, but yeah, I think he's just not supposed. He's like, I'm out of fish out of water, sort of. Yeah, uh, in a way. But yeah, definitely a little naive for a guy who's been in the Navy. You know, he should have uh, some uh, eckling. Uh, That's all I thought. <laughs> I thought that exactly. You should have some sense of it if you're a historian. Yeah. If you do all these things, right? Like, it's not uncommon to think that that might be a question. But yeah, yeah, seems. that's fair. Um, and yeah, and then we kind of, and then we that's where we kind of break off. The plot kind of breaks off to Willem Dafoe kind of uh, recruiting his team, Benjamin Bratt and Co. Uh, to start blowing up some shit in Colombia. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We have uh, Harrison just digging for the truth, uh, and then we have Ritter and Cutter just kind of scheming. Uh, and, I will say uh, that uh, I want to interject here just for a minute, but I will say that this movie did have more of the sort of political intrigue, let's say, uh, than what I originally thought. And so the scenes in which Cutter and Ritter and the president are kind of having their conversations, like those are actually subjects, which is why I'm a little bit surprised now looking back 
that I didn't watch these movies. I think because they were probably advertised more with uh, the 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 blowing up, you know, of 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 trucks yeah. and running for safety and bullets and so on. And that's probably how they were more marketed in that sort of like mid '90s period. But I think maybe in the in, in in at that at that time, if I had thought or known that they were a bit more on the political side. I might have had more interest in watching them because I, those are movies actually in subject matters and 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 uh, genres like yeah. that. West do Wing, me. West Wing, exactly. my all-time favorite television show. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I could see. So, uh, yeah, so, you're right. Yeah, when um, awards for action sequences are nominated for certain parts of the film, and definitely you're right. It was kind of uh, if you look at the trailer, I guess it it, it kind of doesn't give a. Uh, it's not that clear. Yeah. No <laughs> Ironically, it's not. <laughs> that clear um but I, so as a result though i did enjoy those sort of the the machinations of that stuff behind the covert ops stuff and the sort of like the you know again the the uh you know the president suggesting what he can't suggest you know and the and the, the sort of intrigue of that uh, I, I gravitated towards so i thought that was pretty well delivered too and when it comes to plot lines phil uh just to kind of touch on each of them just briefly is this just quickly go with the uh, with the Jack Ryan plot? Uh, uh, how the investigate trying to find the truth? Uh, his scenes. How did you find? And I just I do want your, your on, on the action sequence when he, he flies down to Colombia because they want their money. The president's like, well, this is our money. Go get yeah. it. Yeah. He's like, well, send, send down what's his face. Uh, he'll 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 uh, he'll get it because he Jack again. Jack is a fish out of water. He's like, I don't know how to tell these guys this is our money this is not what i am a historian for that's God's right sake. this is not what i'm doing uh, uh, send down jacobs, the president says just send down jacobs and like, he did not want to go and well he didn't come back but uh yeah. how did you feel about that kind of process of jack going down to columbia that whole action sequence with the bazookas and the, the trucks and that I section think, that- i think you know for me as you can probably imagine that was my least <laughs> I, was, I was the least interested in that part of the movie and i think in part because I thought to myself, like, it felt like if you're the deputy director of the of the you know intelligence bureau or what have you, you're probably not getting on that plane, right? Like, your whole reason is like you're the office guy, you know, like you're you're the the puppet master, you know, you you direct the you know the 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 stuff. You don't necessarily get in it. And I get that you need it for the movie, but I thought that just didn't ring really true for me. But more than anything, it really it just felt like this is all just plot device, right? It's so early. And you're just sort of sending these guys. And I was like, well, none of these people are coming back alive, you know? And, and I thought, you know, as quick as that was, and there's actually a scene that, that kind of made me laugh. And, and I, I, you know, I don't want to suggest that this movie, you know, kind of derailed. Uh, it's still pretty early on in the movie when this happens, but like the bazookas and like that kind of stuff just all felt like very over the top to me uh, in a little bit more uh, in that context. But it was this, this scene where sort of like the first wave of, of destruction and there's sort of three or four guys they huddled in the in the doorway, you know, and they're, you know, heavy breathing and like the trucks open. Let's get there, you know, and everyone's kind of like, let's go. And like they literally walk out and three of the four people are dead within, <laughs> you know, within 40 seconds, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I just think to myself, there's this funny scene about this kind of like, OK, are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go. And then they're all dead. Yeah. Um, so I get the importance of it and I don't mean to dismiss it because it's actually shot really well. And like the action, you know, delivers for what it is, you know, it doesn't, uh, you know, it's not uh, phony or fake or cheap or, you know what I mean? Like it delivers on what it's trying to do. Uh, I just don't particularly connect to it as well. And I just thought this is a plot device. Uh, that's a fair point. I, and that, that scene specifically, there are parts, again, I want to 
bring up the fact that it's been uh, re remade like 4K upscale, all that stuff. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that, that part, but that there was like that little those little moments where yeah, let's go. They, that did not hold up over time. Yeah. Um, I think the part of Jacobs going down there was just showing uh, the uh, kind of caught, uh, just the arrogance of the America. Oh, you know a guy down there? Just go down. You'll fix it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. That, yeah. Yeah. Like that's just that was just arrogant of the president, just like okay, well you know a guy that can help, but then and you know this guy, I'll send yeah. you because you know the guy, you'll make things happen because uh, I'm the president and you know that. So that I, that was fine with, and I I did still really like and this part. I did, did hold up for me is just the kind of the slow motion scene of when Harrison's uh, almost blown up and he's sure. pushed forward sort of thing. So I think that held up really well, but a yeah. couple of the small parts of then the one that you mentioned didn't hold up, but as a scene as a whole. Uh, me being a little more, uh, it just kind of got my adrenaline going and got the action up. And then here is Harrison in the middle of it. Uh, it was, again, fish out of water. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I think it's, a, I think it's, a, like I said, I think the, the scene delivers what it wants to do. I just didn't really connect to it, right? But like on a strictly like filmic level, I thought, yeah, totally delivered, right? Like just well shot, well acted. And, uh, you know, the action holds up. It's just not my favorite parts, but it's not to dismiss uh, the value of it. I think it's it's a solid scene for sure. Well, and for the- conversely, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Conversely, that's what, what I was going to say. Conversely, there's a scene where you know when the when the troops when the the sort of uh, the covert ops starts to go, uh, those scenes I am totally in for, right? Like the prep of of an action scene, you know, like the prep of that and like the camo and like the you know all the prep stuff and there you know the the sniper rifle like that whole scene. I'm like I am into this helicopters flying over the trees. Like those are scenes mm-hmm. in movies that I love. Uh, like again, reminds me of movies like Predator and and uh, things like that, where you're you know you get these sort of like in it, you know those are scenes that I love. And then once the actual stuff starts blowing up, I'm like yeah, eh, move on. <laughs> that's the that's the helicopter Atmos. I think you're hooked on. I think that must be it. It's the it's the Dolby. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, a couple of really good scenes there on the, the the training there with uh, with the guy who did a really good sniper and then oh, yeah. fantastic scene. Well done, absolutely. Yeah. Lunch here, sir. Quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> uh, another great one-liners, about half a dozen good one-liners in this movie. I think it's a pretty well-written film. Um, just for the sake of time, the, the plot uh, part with Willem Dafoe, with um, kind of turning off the op, as it were, Ritter, saying, okay, well, we're yeah, shutting it down. So if you, you, um, you kill Ryan, we'll put it back on. Great play by Dafoe's character, Clark, to fake killing him to see if they would turn it back on. I think that was really well done, really smart. Yeah, uh, a character decision to do really right. Yep, uh, I think that was solid. I think you know, again, if you want to scrutinize it, it's probably a little bit too easy. Uh, but but I think it delivers totally what it wants to do for sure. And the buying of the helicopter is like, oh no, you're not, you're not, you know, you're not coming. I just need the helicopter. It's like, well, I am coming. I bought this helicopter. That's uh, yeah. that. I just want to touch on that just for a second. What I find interesting about this movie, and and we'll move along, but what I find interesting about this movie is it is almost without, in my view, anyway, without any humor really at all. I mean, they try with the computer guy, I guess, a little bit, but generally speaking, yeah. without it. And then yeah, it's only exactly. in the last like thirty minutes that all of a sudden it starts turning into like this sort of buddy cop movie, <laughs> where there's like jokes about helicopter buying, and you know, like there's it just seemed like what movie is this? It's too late in the movie to kind of start having some, uh, you know, some, some pretty funny stuff, you know, it just made me chuckle to think that. Well, I, yeah. Well, I think it was, for me, it was just kind of refreshing. I was like, ah, oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, for sure. I liked it. It just made me think like, what, what, uh, how do you introduce a comic element 
two hours into a two and a half hour movie when you've sort of not really touched on it throughout. I just thought it was interesting. That's all. Yeah, I thought it was, kind of like, it was still funny though. Yeah, I think it was just kind of the, the uh, trying to build that kind of a different type of relationship with Clark and, and Jack Ryan. Kind yeah. of uh, something to do with that, where there's, there's, this, there's, there's a certain respect or a certain camaraderie. Uh, I never say that word, camaraderie. Yeah, um, camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. Yes, between the between the two, which I really enjoyed as well. One of my, another highlights of the film for me was that kind of uh, rep- uh, rapport they had with kind of each other from the first meeting yeah. uh, to the um, I think you kill, I think you're responsible, it's uh, blah, 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 um, almost kill you sort of thing to being yes. working together again. So I definitely love a uh, lot about the film. And I love yeah, the really. I love the relationship throughout the movie, uh, which keeps it flowing. The Ritter, it's kind of Ritter and Cutter, and then it's uh, Ryan and Defoe, and it's uh, kind of paired up a, a bit at some points, which I which I enjoyed. Uh, did you found? Did you find the movie dragged on a bit? It, well, I didn't really. Again, it was two twenty one. Did you find? Um, yeah, I thought uh, you know they throw in a couple of scenes, and I'm sure they kind of had to just for the sake of you know the way they have to do things. But I found there was zero reason whatsoever to uh, show him at home. Um, I didn't find Archer and certainly the family life uh, had no real bearing on the story or anything of the sort. So I felt like there's like, he's at home for like three scenes, you know, he gets a phone call, he does this, he does that, but I didn't find any of that necessary. So you easily shave off those sort of seven or eight minutes uh, without a doubt. Yeah. I I think I just want to give a bit of a human touch. And I think, just to remind people that he's just a kind of a regular guy. Yeah. I think, I think if I think, they were going to do that, they would need to spend 20 minutes at the house. Right. I think they just yeah. sort of split the, I think they just split it too fine. I think they tried to sort of have the cake and eat it too, uh, where well, you want to show him being regular guy, but because it's so little time there, I don't think it delivered. Um, like I don't think that's a good point. But well, I would have that with the fact that you do get a little bit more of that in Patriot games. So yeah, again, so coming in for me, I don't have any of that history. So to me, it's like I want yeah. the movie I'm watching to give me what I'm looking for, not on the basis of something else. But I, I, I yeah. see your point. Yeah, it's you along know, the it's same like, as Jim I don't Green. want to watch Star Wars Episode Two, but I can only Nobody understand does. it if I've seen six other movies. Like that doesn't, yeah. you know. Nobody um, wants to watch all right, Episode well, Two. No one wants to watch Episode Two. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, so that's fair. Uh, so yeah, uh, so I, go ahead. You want to? Uh, you want well, to bring it home? What's your overall, your overall thoughts or anything that you that stood out you didn't like or liked? You know, overall, I thought you know I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Other than the scenes, I did think it was a little too long. Didn't think there was you know as necessary as it was to do all that. Some of the characters were just sort of throwaway because it's like it's really Jack Ryan's movie, so everybody else can die in certain instances and what have you. So I do think that that you know everybody else. I, I, you know, what, what some of these movies sometimes do is like the only guy that knows the answer is the one guy and everybody else is an idiot. Um, and I do think there's a little bit of that when he's at the the house and he's talking about like, you know, here, I'll solve the case. You've got the voice of the, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff, you know, he kind of does like, Oh, you know, you guys are cops and you've been doing this, li- you know, your whole lives. This guy sits down for four minutes and has the answer like that kind of stuff. I don't love. Um, mm-hmm. but overall, point. I like the movie more than I, I thought I would. Um, not quite enough to go back on my shelf uh, to go on my shelf here, but uh, overall, appreciate the watch. It was pretty good, and uh, you're obviously a fan. So talk to me. <laughs> so I guess on my shelf. Now, my question is to you: Is it? A, did you like it enough to be want to watch Patriot Games? 
You know, that's a very good question. I did consider that by the end of this watch, I thought to myself, like, do I want to go back? Mm-hmm. And the short answer is, uh, yeah, I'd go back and, 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 and check that out. And more importantly, you know, because of the uh, Fleckian nature of it, I might be more <laughs> inclined uh, even to go forward. Um, but having had no experience before, like I said, so as an introduction, yeah, I would say that it, it delivered enough of that for sure. I think we'll definitely visit some of all fears down the road. I think I would love to watch that movie with you just to get you, um, how you like the movie and, and how uh, it goes with this character and having been there and a few other characters too. Uh, I mean, you got Morgan Freeman too. So he's a pretty strong presence on, on, on film as well. Yeah, certainly. So we'll, that. we'll take a brow. Uh, we'll see how long it takes for it to get back to Ben. So, but uh, <laughs> uh, I would, uh, definitely enjoy watching that, uh, that film with you. So I, I am glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it enough that uh, you'd want to be interested in watching Patriot Games and uh, some of the other Jack Ryan characters. You made some valid points. Uh, uh, and it, it still stands up for me, having rewatched it this many times. I think the 4K upgrade is is nice. Uh, it doesn't blow me away by any means, but uh, uh, I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. Despite watching it, X, oh, God, I'd probably watch it about 15 times, realistically. Amazing. Well, that's the mark of a, of a good movie, even if... Uh... Even if it's not. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, I did enjoy it. All right. So we've got next week's movie to deal with now. We're going to put that one to bed and we're going to watch. Uh, I'm going to put take off my shelf and uh, and offer to you uh, 1991's uh, Terry Gilliam uh, film, uh, The Fisher King. Oh, okay. I was thinking about uh, Robin Williams lately and Jeff uh, Bridges, and I just thought, uh, what a great movie to uh, to talk about. So, The Fisher King uh, is uh, is on the shelf is off the shelf for next week. Excellent. I haven't seen it, and obviously, the, it had some critical acclaimmanship. If uh, <laughs> that's the right word, it was definitely. Uh... Uh, definitely out there in the media. So, uh, uh, oh, that'll be a treat. That'll be a delight, I want to say. It looks like it's a delightful film. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Apparently, it's in my apartment somewhere. That's right. I will uh, text, I'll text you the details uh, soon after here. But uh, it is off the shelf and in your apartment, even though you don't know. <laughs> I haven't cleaned for a while, clearly. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so, so the Fisher King next week. Uh, tune in then, and uh, thanks for listening.